0: Live
1: and festive in the public's Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB.
0: This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
2: This is Monica Perez, your Libertarian Voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Getting back to my old schedule, kind of. Saturday 3 to 6 is what I'm normally on. Today I'm on 4 to 6. Uh, We are already deep underway in a conversation about sexual harassment and how I think there's an agenda at play. If you want to hear the beginning of the show... We, um, my producer, Binkley, always puts uh, the podcast up on propagandareportdaily.com, as well as podcasts of the show that we do um, offline, I guess. So you can always listen to that. But what the gist of what we've been talking about for me is that this meme that we're supposed to always believe the woman, while I personally have had more than my fair share of uh, sexual harassment and stuff like that, I still don't think you should, quote, always believe the woman because it makes those kind of accusations uh, empowered to derail people politically. It's the exact uh, opposite of what the Fifth Amendment is there for. The Fifth Amendment is to prevent political persecution. It requires that their due process of law uh, that... Accusations are met with due process of law, so you can't be falsely accuse people. But the wrinkle here is that this isn't a court of law. What's happening is it's not only the court of public opinion, but also corporations are stepping in and uh they have no obligation to follow the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights is to restrain government. But I feel like what they're doing is eroding the principle nonetheless. So I even saw Judge Napolitano, who's a the, the libertarian on Fox who I really like and respect and respected. I don't always agree with him, but I respect him. And he was talking about like the day after Matt Lauer was abruptly fired by NBC, he said, yeah, they can just get rid of him because they don't have to worry about the Bill of Rights, due process of law, blah, blah, blah. So if they're right and he was wrong, they can they can just stop the harm right then and there in in the track. So you. So here's a corporation demonstrating how much quicker and maybe better justice could be if. Uh, if we weren't encumbered by all these silly, you know, cumbersome rights, and I've noticed that in other arenas too. So I just heard on the radio that YouTube hired 10,000 human censors. Did you hear this, Binkley? You yeah. didn't hear about that. Facebook I guess hired 3,000 more but YouTube said their like AI of just trigger words isn't enough artificial intelligence isn't enough and they need human sensors. for me of course YouTube should be what was great about it is that it was content it was it was neutral it wasn't an arbiter of content it was simply a conduit of content so uh, I'm horrified that they do that. And people will say, well, it's a private company. They can do what they want. But if you dig into big tech, they have so many uh, advantages. They've been in the gov- in bed with the government since the beginning, from the Department of Defense to uh, the way universities are subsidized and work hand in hand with the government. I-, I actually consider them at this point quasi-governmental, but because they don't actually have the label of government they're allowed to do these things that get us used to having no rights no privacy so uh, i just thought that was just interesting to to clarify understand that it's not it's not yet encroached on our actual rights but i feel like if 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 media can get accusations that have not been vetted so al franken stepped down this week supposedly he said he was going to step down maybe he doesn't step down you know who knows yeah. maybe he gets redeemed so didn't you think that binkley that maybe yeah this is he's a- like i'm
3: gonna step down sometime in the future possibly
2: right whereas the other guy the republican guy and they're like well this is how democrats handle it because they're righteous yeah he's not even waiting for the ethics committee he's just saying whatever but the arizona guy <laughs> resigned immediately yeah and they, and they're all saying that it's the democrats who don't
3: who don't uh step up and virtue signaling what does that mean? It means they do something that everybody can see that makes them look virtuous.
2: Oh yeah, like a big show.
3: Yeah,
2: and and but this guy, I, I, who knows what the deep story is about the Arizona guy, but Trent Frank stepped down because apparently he was soliciting uh, aides for to be the surrogate for his child, which I don't know what I mean. That was definitely in poor taste. I'm not <laughs> sure. They they said, well, we thought he meant like we should get a hotel room and i should have his baby i'm like that seems unlikely but but whatever who knows anyway the guy stepped down he didn't say he was going to step down he stepped down uh so i feel like that uh if if the court of public opinion is powerful enough to get elected officials to lose their jobs it is uh really an end run around the first amendment which is part of what the 5th amendment is there to protect so let's get your Views on this eight hundred WSB talker. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. I'm going to Anthony and Marietta. Hey, Anthony, what you got? Hey,
0: hey, Monica, how you doing?
2: Good. How you doing? Hey.
0: My question for you is strictly for the private sector, not not. I know the, the public sector. Got it. Yep. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm just curious about your libertarian take on sexual harassment as it as it pertains to say. I know, like, basically the definition is if if someone is your superior tries to sleep with you, you say no. They can hold your job over you. Blah blah blah. And that's why it's called sexual harassment, right? Even if the woman consents, right? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just curious. Like, let's you know, let's say uh, someone approaches someone, a superior approaches uh, a you know subordinate, and they'd be like, um, you know, hey, I like you, I think you're attractive. Hey, can we have some fun tonight? And you know, she says no, and he says, well, something. Okay, if you don't want to play the game, then move on. You're working here.
2: Yeah. All right. I'll tell you. I understand the question, and I'll tell you. Uh, that if a guy, if a person owns outright a business that doesn't require like a a federal license to operate, that it isn't restricted, that anybody could compete in, and he owns that that business, and that's the rules of the game, I don't think he owes you a job. However, I... Now, if you're... uh, I, I have worked for corporations, big banks who are really entrenched. There are real charters that you, you just can't get. I mean they've just been around for too long. So if you're a banker and and also and so they have kind of a um, corner on the market and you if you can't work there, you can't work anywhere really. And they do make a when I when I started working at these banks, they would say, you we promise you, a, 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 not, a not non-hostile work environment. And then, still, I had numerous people uh, make me uncomfortable to the point of really not being able to do my job. I really feel like I was fired because the guy just didn't like women around, you know, like crazy stuff like that. Um, and to me, that that guy is not, is violating my agreement with the employer who who kind of promised me a, a non-hostile environment, or I wouldn't have worked there.
0: Well, yeah, okay, that's a good point because that makes it contractual.
2: Yeah, and then that guy, and so, and also, if the government hands out charters only to good old boys who play golf with the mayor, you know, I can't. I think I think you might have called once about the equal pay thing, and I said, yeah, if I could have turned around and opened Chick Bank with the motto "We work harder for less," then. I feel like I I could even walk away from that arrangement, but you can't because you can't get those charters. You can't walk away. And if you make a stink at one of the banks, they tell, tell, I learned in business school, I learned, don't sue your company unless you're positive you're going to win and get enough never to work again. And that's the thing that needs to change, is that you feel like you can't bring it up, even though... The owners of the company say we don't like sexual harassment. If you are actually sexually harassed and you bring it up, they might fire you for, you know, say you're stupid or that you're late and everybody else shows up late, you know, because you work late. But they'll fire you for that. I think that happens all the time. And I think it's I I don't I hate the government. I hate using the government. But I think when it gets like that, uh, where competition is restricted in that industry, I don't know how else you're supposed to make a living.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I guess the, I, the concept of a, a true libertarian society would never ever happen because in a true libertarian society, you shouldn't have to get permission from the government to open a bank anyway. It's your money, you're loaning it well, i got to ask them for permission to loan my money to people. You know what I mean?
2: Right, and if that guy doesn't want the best qualified employees unless she's also someone who's willing to sleep with him, I mean, he's not. He's probably not going to have a very competitive firm. He should make as right, much money right. as possible that, and hire why, a prostitute. It's a,
0: right, it's a problem that takes care of itself. That's why I'm always amazed when people find out that Georgia a right-to-work state. They never knew. And I'm like, well, if people were getting fired for any and everything, you would know. You, know, you don't know because people aren't firing people for any and everything. Yeah,
2: because cause it it's works. To that business. Yeah,
0: yeah so, so that's that's always been interesting to me.
2: Yeah, it is. It's really interesting. I appreciate the call. Thank you. And I do. I really think about about the nuances because as a strict libertarian, I want to die. By the sword, live by the sword and die by the sword, stand on my principles. And the older I get and the more I I see how the system is so completely corrupted at every level that I almost, you know, like with the big tech stuff, I don't even think they're private companies anymore. Really, effectively, because they've had such advantages handed to them by the government that you could never really compete with them. You're not going to start a YouTube that allows everything and everything because they just have too much of an advantage already, and uh, you know, I, I just—that's when, as a libertarian, you have to—I—I'm I, open to the conversation of of how to live within the system, um, and not be the one who just sacrifices everything for the libertarian principle to no avail whatsoever. You know, let's keep talking about uh, principles if you want. I've got some more calls. Hang on, Georgian, and T'kula, you're you're next, Tucula, uh, you're next. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show
0: Monica Perez Well, no one's going to top that On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB
2: 23 the forecast low overnight 41 the forecast high for tomorrow Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air And uh, we have a minute I'm going to go to George Hi, George, you're on with Monica Hi,
0: Monica Hearing all hearing all this talk, I was just reminded of something. Um, when I heard about this Roy Moore thing, I remembered that when Herman Cain was running for president, he all of a sudden got a bunch of 30-year-old allegations against him as well, which he also denied. And they finally dogged him about it enough that he had to drop out. But it seemed a little too convenient that that seems to be the pattern these days of how to get somebody.
2: Well, I would never want to comment about somebody who who works in my office but but the the principle at stake is is it, uh, you know, it's it's using something irrelevant to neutralize someone politically, somebody something unproven And that it's very dangerous to allow those kind of accusations to uh, to have that kind of power because even if, even if the initial wave, I personally think this whole thing is a plot in order. Like, I feel like somebody got the green light to unleash this avalanche in order to open the door to this being used as a weapon day in and day out. And it's actually a more powerful weapon quite often against Republicans than Democrats, especially if they were talking about like infidelity, because I think it was Ann Coulter. Somebody pointed out that the Democrats don't really care about infidelity. It's the Republicans who care. So it's like a perfect weapon because it only it only slices one way. But even if even if it weren't like a the the reason it was green lighted was for that to unleash that power very quickly after that power is is uh, uh, recognized, people will abuse it so you have that's what legal principles are all about that's why they've been established uh over thousands of years of civilization that's why when i look at things like the drug war and the war on terror racism sexism uh even the illegal immigration matter all of these hot hot topics these emotional topics are used to erode the Bill of Rights one after another from the Fourth Amendment, surveillance, the Fifth Amendment, due process, the First Amendment, speech, you can see all of these issues tricking people into giving up their grip on the Bill of Rights. And uh, and it gets to the point where if you look at the shadow government, if you look at the, the power centers, the people who probably really call the shots behind the scenes... All they really care about is the power grabbed, consolidate power, maybe even at the world government level. And at that at that rate, you have a a, you set yourself up for um, a great abuse of power. And then the pathocracy kicks in and and the government actually goes out of its way to promote these bad things they're supposed to protect us from because they know that's the thin edge of the wedge that will open up uh, this encroachment, this diminishment of the Bill of Rights. We've got lots more to come. Binkley's going to play some great clips for us. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show.
1: Live and festive in the public's Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB.
0: Monica Perez. Wow, that was intense. On News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.
2: I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB. Uh, Every Saturday from 3 to 6 is my normal time, but you kind of have to look around for me sometimes because we always make way for football and basketball, UGA sports, which I think is a worthy uh, um, cause for me to to move around a bit. But if you want to know when my show is going to be on... Or actually here, the commercial-free podcast, which is a nice courtesy that WSB pays me um, for people who do miss the show when it moves from my regular time, go to propagandareportdaily.com, and you can find this show, podcast I do with my producer, Binkley, um, and uh, actually all the shows pass, some blog posts, stuff like that, and uh, you can also, if you want to talk to me, you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. We have been talking about the sexual harassment scandals, and I personally think there's an agenda at work here. I think, um, I think there's really a lot more to talk about than we even got to. I like to focus on the on the Bill of Rights and how the items that I feel like exclusively what you're hearing about what's being blasted at you from the glowing box in your living room night and day is always there to serve an agenda that that thing is just there for agendas and that the agendas are almost always if not always uh, i guess the two big agendas are to erode the bill of rights and also population control both of which feed into this uh move which i think is um being pushed behind the shadows uh, towards world government and central power so there's a lot a lot to talk about we're not going to get to all of it but Binkley um, my producer here he he, I find it very difficult to listen to the stuff that comes out of the left it's hard enough for me to listen to the stuff that comes out of the right so I kind of count on Binkley to monitor the propaganda that's being fed um, on the left so First of all, how are you doing, Binkley? I'm good. <laughs> okay, great. Just get that out of the way. Worry about you. You're you happy? You comfortable?
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna make it.
2: Okay, because you know we have the Christmas party tonight, and I want to, you know, WSB Christmas party, very exciting. But we're all, you know, I've read a lot of articles about how the Christmas parties are going to be less fun than well, they used you to
3: know, be. Uh, mistletoe is sexual harassment in and of itself.
2: Yes, I I realize that. So we should just take away all the all the fun, all the symbolism. No Christmas kisses. <laughs> I mean, like even pecks on the cheek. So anyway, so what's your what's your take here? What do you got for me? How do you want to start? You want you were gonna play some clips for me from the from uh, the
3: the yeah. Looney Left? Yeah, is where I good. pulled some of these clips. I put together a montage of. CNN New Day's Poppy Harlow. She's interviewing one of Roy uh, Roy Moore's spokespeople, and she spent the whole interview insisting that this person, her name is Jane Porter, tell her whether or not she believes the women. Wait, so who is Jane Porter? Jane Porter is somebody who's been going around and speaking on behalf of Roy Moore,
2: like in an official capacity.
3: It seemed official the way she presented right. okay. herself. Yeah. Right. So. I put together a montage of how insane, this is how the conversation with this movement goes. You, you either agree with them or you support pedophilia is
4: essentially <laughs> the argument. <laughs> okay. Lee Korfman, whom we have heard from in her own words, saying at 14 years old, she was a victim of child molestation by Roy Moore. Do you believe her? I don't believe her at all. Lee Korfman is one of eight women. Are you saying that all of these women are lying? Could Just to be clear, you believe the women who have accused Al Franken of these actions. No, I believe correct? Al Franken. He admitted guilt himself. But do you believe He's the women? Did you believe himself? the women before Al Franken said, "I did these things and I apologize"? I, I had no opinion until I heard Al Franken well, say that, have that I no actually have admitted. Well, why did you have no opinion about those women? But you have quite a clear opinion of the women who have accused well, I've Senator taken a look, Roy Moore. I've, I looked at the facts. I want to make it very clear so everyone understands. You believe that all eight of these women whom CNN has vetted their stories are lying. Yes or May no? I respond? Yes or no? Do you I, believe any I believe, of them? All right. I'm going to name them. Okay. You, well, the we have them on them the screen. Stand. And we have very strict Vetting policies of people that we will even put on that screen here at CNN. Please answer the first well, question that I ask, which is, do you believe any of these women? Any of these eight women? Do you believe any of them? I yes or the Beverly- no? Please answer my question. Do you believe the allegations of any of these eight women? And do you believe? Any-
3: that goes on for about another minute or so. And <laughs> at the end, we got of the it-
2: idea. She's being clearly that woman is being harassed.
3: Right. At the end of it, uh, Chris Cuomo is sitting next to her, and he goes, "That was a great." Interview.
2: Oh, my gosh. He's the worst. I couldn't believe it when I first heard Chris Cuomo because I grew up in New York and the governor, it was his father and his brother now. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how obvious is it when somebody is a jerk? You know, obviously he's promoting a political agenda. So this chick is okay. So the CNN gal is harassing the person who's defending Roy Moore. And her arguments are there are there are eight women. Yeah. I mean, I can understand if it were seven and you didn't believe them, but there are eight. So, yeah, and and I actually had a quote here from the Al Franken story where one of the guys, um, the uh, Tom Carper, a Democrat from Delaware, said, "I think for a number of us, the defi- the deciding factor in our decision to urge Al Franken to step down came from the repetition, <laughs> the repetition. I mean, which is like a, a classic." fallacy it's like a uh like in debate or argument you've learned the fallacies like this is a fallacious argument uh so so the numbers thing is hilarious to me and that woman was saying yes i looked into the facts i had no opinion until al admitted it and in the roy moore case i looked into the facts and that chick is just beating her to death like and the other thing is i did catch that she said we have vetted this so you can trust us. Meanwhile, those eight women, just my cursory examination of it, those eight women had very different stories to tell, right? One was about him writing in her, you know, one had forged his signature in her yearbook, you know, right?
3: I don't, she didn't admit to forging his signature. Okay. She said she wrote in the date and they wouldn't let anybody examine the yearbook. Okay, sorry. Thank you for correcting me. The allegations are, right, they rely on, if you just, pile on more and more people go well if so many say so it has to be true and that causes them to not really look into the details of all the allegations
2: right and and maybe i might be more prone to to be swayed by that a little bit or be influenced by it if it weren't for the fact that this sexual harassment thing is clearly a big agenda like i feel like there's a memo somewhere that laid out this operation and that it was launched on a day you know and and here it all comes out so it seems to me that there, there's some some stuff going on behind the scenes here and once you think that it's a setup how hard could it be to get eight people to say something that i mean if you can find one person to say something you can find eight people
3: yeah you give them a reason to and money do it. <laughs> i mean i don't know about yeah.
2: these people i have no idea but i have no idea I literally have no idea. And when something is 40 years old, there is a legal principle that you can't uh, convict somebody of a crime like that. Murder has no statute of limitations, but because it's so like impossible to prove or disprove.
3: It's also telling when they keep relying on the number instead of how solid a claim is.
2: Well, it's straight out of the Manchurian Candidate, that movie where they were trying to uh, act like there were make the claim. That there were communists in the State Department. And and Angela Lansbury, one of the actresses in it, cleverly changed the conversation from the question from is there, are there communists in the State Department to how many communists are in the State Department? Mm-hmm. And she did it by changing the numbers. So the first time she had her husband, who was the politician, say there were 40 communists in the State Department. And then the next time he said there were 52 communists in the State Department. So then everybody said, 40, 52, how many communists are there in the State Department? It's like, I don't know.
3: How many? Yeah.
2: You know, and they're just like, well, is it 40 or 52? It's like, yes, it's 40 or 52. So, guy, what else you got? Keep going. All
3: right, this is a short clip. It's nine seconds. This is from MSNBC's Morning Joe, and it's Donnie Deutsch. Is that how you say his last name? Probably. Donnie D. I don't
2: watch that stuff. It (laughs) makes me crazy.
3: (laughs) They're talking about, in this episode, they're talking about the solutions for the sexual harassment epidemic, and, and I want to get your opinion at what you think he's talking about here before Mika blatantly cuts him off and stops him. Okay.
0: A new generation of men behaviorally will have a chip in their brain to have them. Okay. Actively. So here's and the tough question. Then here's time. the
1: tough question. Then. I mean,
2: literally a chip, or is he saying like social conditioning? You know, Either way, that's
3: a good question. Yeah. That, that same week, there. DARPA announced that they are doing human trials on brain chips that control people's emotions.
2: And the the way they'll start it is they're going to say it's going to be like extreme mental illness or extreme criminal behavior. That'll be straight out of Demolition Man.
3: Or if you're a man, just get a chip.
2: They freeze the guy and they drill stuff into his brain like social conditioning over, oh my goodness gracious. So are you going to play Mika's stuff or not?
3: Yeah, I can play Mika stuff. Mika is is on she's on a war path for Al Franken, frankly. And this is a clip of her where she's challenging women on bringing people who are apologetic about what they did back to the table.
1: I, I think everything that's happening needs to happen. I think the women finally need to be believed. Yes. I think the behavior needs to be shunned. What I am confused about is what to do and what will happen and it, will it be fair? What is done with these apologies? When someone like Al Franken completely admits to it, what do we, where do we go from there? Uh, Mark Halperin admits to it, wants to go further, but there's nothing happening. There are men, there are predators who we have given a pass to who we never should have. Whether it's for politics, for the good of whatever, we never should have and we did. We are now not giving a pass anymore. But what about the men? who are coming to the table and talking about what their behavior was about, why they did it, what the timing was, what the environment was, who the managers were, who enabled this behavior, who promoted them for it, who rewarded them for it. This is a conversation that some men are ready to have. Are we gonna have it? I challenge us.
2: So that's how Al Franken takes center stage again, right? Right. Is that what you're saying? Because that's the thing. It's like why him? Yeah, why they went through a lot of trouble to get him up there, and uh, why are they, Why would they sacrifice a young guy like that? I got Conyers, but I didn't get Al Franken, so maybe he's going to be the standard bearer for redemption. Yeah,
3: he's going to be a standard bearer for redemption, he's going to be an informant, and he's going to name names of other men.
2: Oh, yes. And then then they can really clean house. Oh, yeah. That's very, very powerful. Yeah. Uh, interesting stuff I gotta take a break but uh we might have room for one more you got you got another one for, for us coming up Banksy? sure
0: yeah I got a couple all
2: right uh, if you want to comment tweet at me at Monica Perez show
0: Monica Perez yeah well you know that's just like uh your opinion man on news 955 at am 750 WSB
4: you a
2: little warmer Monday. High forecast to be 52 as the work week begins, but that could change. So stay tuned to weekend weather brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And we are wrapping it up. Uh, we've been talking about the avalanche of sexual harassment Avalice. accusations. <laughs> and Bingley's been playing me some stuff from some clips from the left. I, I can barely listen to the to. Fox and I absolutely cannot listen to CNN and anything further left than that I really I just can't I can't do it I can't bring myself to do it so Binkley tries to keep me informed on to what the the propaganda directed at the snowflakes is is like <laughs> these days so what you got I'll give you the uh kind of last segment you
3: all right what you want. I want to play is a short clip it's the editor of Time magazine announcing who it's Time's Person of the Year, and within that clip, he subtly lets out what the actual, one of the main agenda items of this movement is. Let me see if you can spot it.
1: About to come, the answer to the question we've all been asking, who will be Times Person of the Year? Edward Felsenthal, Times Editor-in-Chief, is here to reveal the pick. The 2017 Person of the Year is the silence breakers, the voices that launched a movement. This is the fastest moving social change we've seen
3: in in, in decades. And That's
2: it. That's it? That's all you got for me? That's all
3: I got for you. I cut it off too soon, I think I made it obvious.
2: Really? Well, it's the fastest moving social change.
3: It's a digital herd. They're they're testing how they can transfer and mobilize crowds. So this whole movement has been established in a pseudo-environment online.
2: What do you mean? I have like one minute. What are you talking about? It's
3: people interacting through Twitter, through social media. It was headed up by a celebrity. Oh, yeah, and
2: there's no evidence. There's no court of law, and it has a real impact in that. It's getting people... Elected officials to step exactly. down for sure. st- for yeah. misunderstandings in some this cases. This is
3: the democracy that the founders feared, except it's digital.
2: Wow, and I will add this: that I don't even think that it's really the point of manipulating democracy to get people to vote and stuff. It's simply to ma- manipulate people's perception yeah. that they that they do have an impact. So look, they, that their outcry and the digital herd has this impact. I mean, that's. That's a lot of food for thought. We should do we should do a podcast on that, Binkley. A little propaganda report mm-hmm. podcast. And uh, if you want to to tell people what they what you want them to do to foster our uh, our both the podcast feed of this WSB show, which I'm happy to say they allow us to. Uh, sh- dream without commercials on our stuff, and then the podcast that we do that kind of goes a little deeper into some of these topics to tell people what to do.
3: Go to PropagandaReportDaily.com and you will see an Apple icon and an Android icon on the right. Click on it, subscribe, leave us a review, and that's all.
2: That's great. Okay, so uh, I do really enjoy that. I do like to get a little deeper into the uh, subjects. I don't always know when I'm on when, uh, when basketball pushes me around. So go to propaganda report daily.com to see what I'm on next. And uh, thanks for listening. This is Monica Perez.